Hello, welcome to Easy Operations episode 47. This is March 21st, 2018. I'm joined by James. Yo. And Mondo. Hey. Uh, how you guys doing? Sick. Still a little bit. Getting better though. Uh, cough is kind of dying down. But yeah, all things considering, uh, went to a Clippers game uh, this past Sunday. It was the Clippers versus the Blazers. Fun time. It was, uh, I think it was something about, uh, I'm going to do with the mariachis or something about uh, Mexico culture, Mexican culture. Um, as soon as me and my fiance got there to the game, uh, there was a mariachi doing the national anthem. I was hoping for the Fergie edition, but didn't get that. <laughs> that's cool. I'm, I'm pretty sure because she's not from South America. That's all good. Um, but the entire night was great. Like everything in between when they had the uh, commercial breaks, um, there was a lot of good stuff, uh, a lot of uh, cultural music. And even the halftime show was really great. They paid tribute to uh, Selena, uh, as you people might know. Um, you mean you people? <laughs> my people. <laughs> I do know that it was uh, Latino Heritage Week or, or whatnot. Did you end up, did they give out uh, Los Clippers shirts or Dude. was that not? this week yeah they did and um unfortunately they were shooting them out into the rafters uh Uh, to the seats um i got blinded by one of these flashlights um because there's all these lights going off all i had to do was put my arms forward and get the darn shirt but i was blinded by the light and i I couldn't see where that thing landed it apparently landed in front of me (laughs) (laughs) you're like no (laughs) Falls through my hand, so uh, it was a great night. And who won the game? Of, oh man, oh man, the Blazers. <laughs> <laughs> Just checking. <laughs> oh, no worries, no worries. It, it was a close game. It was kind of back and forth, but in the fourth quarter, I think uh, that's the uh, Clippers' downfall. They and they tend to uh, let it slip. Uh, but you know what? Being at the Staples Center reminded me of something I forgot to mention a few weeks ago uh, in our previous episodes. Um, I actually went to SmackDown when they were here in LA, and that was great. Uh, the state of SmackDown, yes, there's not a lot of ticket sales going on. But when we went there, they only closed off the 300 section. So they, they sold a lot of tickets that night. But yeah, that's... that's so if I you thought. were to buy the 300 tickets and then it's a night where it's slow like that, do they move you down or how does that work? Oh, yeah, they, they really do. They move everybody down. They tell everybody uh, if anybody's in oh, the 300s, um, you have the option of, uh, you know, where do you want to go? How many people are you with? And they fill in those seats down at the bottom. That's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, because I, I, I know that they do that for 205 Live because a lot of people leave after SmackDown, and I really want to be moved up front uh, if they do that. So that's pretty cool. Uh, looking, f- you know, I'll, I'll keep that in mind for next time SmackDown is around. And 205 Live is amazing, guys. It was a great match with uh, Roderick Strong, and I forgot his opponent that night. And because all I cared was Roderick Strong getting that victory. Let's get back to movies, guys, uh, or James, unless you've been up to something, my bad. Uh, nothing exciting just went to a friend's birthday checked out his new bar at downtown called the residence it's right next to earth cafe for any angelinos down there it's kind of hidden uh but it has a cool aesthetic in where when you go inside it kind of looks like it's outside so when you go inside there's uh these two mock i'm sorry food trucks uh they're not real food trucks but they're elements look like food trucks and when you go inside it's all kind of like brick walls as if you're next to a brick building it's pretty cool uh it's one of those ones that I don't think is known as of yet, so it wasn't that packed. Uh, and this was on St. Patrick's Day, so surprising of how less people there were, so there's actually time uh, or actually room to move around. But highly recommended for anyone in the L.A. Are, uh, area. 
That sounds pretty interesting. Kind of reminds me of that movie, Night at the Roxbury, where they had yeah. the club on the outside. and just, uh... Uh, I was thinking the same thing, Wanda. That's awesome. <laughs> it sounds like they, they took that too hard and made it a reality. Dude, that's cool. I want to check it out now. Uh, do you have the address you can give to our listeners, maybe? I don't know it off the top of my head. But just Google The Resident Bar. The Resident Bar. All right. All right. Well, I went to the movies, and uh, that, that'll get us started with this section. By the way, this is the show where we talk about movies, TV shows, and things we've been up to. And uh, I started out with uh, Annihilation. Got to use my movie pass. I'm starting to put it to use for this 2018. And uh, James, refresh my memory on what you thought about this movie. Uh, I, I thought it was cool. Well, I love the movie, so I, I'm going to be a little more strongly in my praise for it. Uh, I didn't think it was just like, okay, I, I really like this movie. Um, it, it is both at the same time beautiful and scary at certain moments. It's a kind of uh, interesting to see a group of women that you're not used to seeing. Normally, it's always teams of men that go in. Uh, and these group of women, they all have different personalities. It's interesting to see uh, sort of their personalities break down in this environment in which they're going into. And uh, I just, I loved it. Now, as far as the ending, I obviously, I don't want to give things away, but it is something that uh, allows itself to have multiple interpretations. And I like that. It's something that you can kind of talk about after the movie. And I've actually read two different articles that conclude what they think the movie is about. One of them, they think it's about cancer. One of them, they think it's about depression. And uh, I feel like there's enough to both sides of it. So just the fact that it can cause that much discussion and that variation, I just think it's extremely interesting. And it's just a good movie that if you're into science fiction, uh, that really makes you think. So in other words, it's not like aliens just busting out of everywhere and you're shooting stuff. It's a really kind of, you know, a think piece of a movie. And I enjoyed it a lot. So uh, I really like this movie. And I and I think that it benefits from seeing it in the movie theater because that's you could see the, the special effects. And there's certain things that they do with sound later that I think is very effective. So I really like this movie. You know, and if you're in another country, I think uh, overseas – this is going to go straight to Netflix. It was only the U.S. that got a theatrical release. Apparently, they didn't think it would do so well uh, in other countries, so they made a deal with Netflix. All right, well, who else got to see a movie? Well, I got to see a horror film, uh, Strangers Pray at Night. Um, this is about a uh, group of four uh, family members uh, going to the, uh, I guess, like a like a retreat, like a trailer trailer house retreat. Um, they're sending off their daughter because she's a misfit and what have you. And then basically, once it becomes night, uh, they get stalked by these killers. And everything goes south from there. Uh, movie's pretty good. It has some chilling moments. Uh, there's a couple of times where you're cheering uh, for the characters to do something like, pick up that gun, shoot! And of course, uh, you know, since they're teenagers, these two children, uh, they don't shoot. And parents, you know... Not to say anything, got to teach your kids how to shoot, man. I mean, life life or death situations come at you every day. But when there's somebody trying to kill you with a knife, a giant axe, uh, you know, get those lessons in there because they're going to become uh, <laughs> very useful if that ever happens. I'm not saying there's going to be like creepy people, you know, at night preying on your family. But uh, pretty intense movie. I like the, uh, the goriness of it. And... There are some hilarious moments uh, before the uh, actual killing happens, but uh, I would actually recommend wait until this thing comes out on Netflix. Um, but it was okay. Got to see it for about eight bucks. Not bad. Um, I did see two movies on net. Actually, three movies on Netflix. 
So the first one I want to talk about is Veronica. And it's these, and it's the Spanish movie, I should say, um, from Spain. So when me and my fiance got onto Netflix, we're, you know, doing the search, we typed in Veronica and we're like, whoa, why is there two? So we ended up picking the wrong one. And this one was also in Spanish. So we're like, you know, okay, it's in Spanish. We see the subtitles. We're like, you know, we probably got the right one. Nope. Had nothing to do with uh, like being a horror movie. It was more psychological, uh, which wasn't too bad. But the movie that we ended up seeing actually finally was the real Veronica, which was a uh, kind of a paranormal. Think of uh, the exorcism of Emily Rose kind of thing. It wasn't that scary, though. Uh, we watched it together, and I guess there's this slogan that one out of 100 people can't make it towards the end. Uh, we both made it towards the end. I-, I wasn't scared. The only thing is, don't play with a Ouija board, or crazy stuff's going to happen to you. Yeah, it seems like both Veronica movies came out in 2017, and the only thing that distinguishes them is a little accent mark above the O. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can see that confusion there if you don't know which one you're looking for. Yeah, so we're like, okay, so we watched both, and yeah, they, they were all right. They were all right. Nothing, uh, nothing too bad there. And then the last one was sleeping with other people, Jason Sudeikis. And hopefully, I'm saying his name right. Um, and basically, his character loses his virginity in college, so he gets attached to the girl that he loses his virginity to. But then they end up being very, very close friends. But they don't necessarily establish a relationship, so they both. Uh, kind of, you know, wander off. And just like the title says, well, this guy's a womanizer. He's sleeping with so many women. And in turn, the girl does the same thing. So I don't want to say like they're sex addicts, but they're just not really good with relationships. Um, they're in relationships, but they end up cheating with other people. Um, but it becomes, this, this is a nice little story because then you see them kind of growing attached to each other. Excuse me, because I want to cry because I actually started crying a little bit towards the end. My fiance saw me and, you know, she didn't make a big deal. <laughs> I was just like, that's so cute. Oh, why can't that happen in real life? No. <laughs> but no, this is a really fun movie. Uh, it drags on a little bit too much. Uh, when you think it's over, there's like an additional 30, 40 minutes. And it's just kind of like, okay, why, why, why do we have to see that? But um, if you just want to sit down, if you have a girlfriend or not, grab a bag, you know, popcorn, tissue paper. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll have fun with this one. And is that one on Netflix? That one is on Netflix. All right. Sleeping with other people. Yeah, I did see the uh, episode that uh, relaunched, not relaunched, but kind of the continuation that they had took a break from the season for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And it Mm. is uh, no longer in the setting that you thought it was initially. So I I feel like we're getting into a more traditional Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season, but uh, I'm invested at this point, so we'll see how it goes, especially that last episode. Some big changes on that last one. What a way to reintroduce yeah. the season. And this uh, season, uh, they are treating it as its own standalone, so uh, the way it's going to end may potentially be uh, or like they're writing the season as if it was the last final season. So I suspect it uh, might be. We'll, we'll see how it goes. It, they didn't announce that it's the final season, but they're writing it as if it was the final season. Uh, okay. And uh, is it me or do, does it seem like they're kind of trying to lead into Infinity War? Do you think there's any connection yeah. there? <laughs> uh, possible. I don't know. Um, but it's it's getting kind of uh, something like that, feels like. Yeah. All right. Uh, Mondo, uh, how about you? Any TV shows? Uh, same two anime shows, Dragon Ball Super. Uh, latest episode aired uh, this sat- uh, past Saturday. 
So I got to see it on Monday. Um, going good. Final episode is this week, Saturday. So we'll get it in the uh, States via Crunchyroll Sunday morning. And can't wait for that just to see how the uh, series ends, concludes. And then Attack on Titan Season 2 was only 12 episodes. <laughs> ah. So, yeah, that was really <laughs> short. I was all excited. I'm like ready for like 25, maybe 26 episodes. Nope. It was 12. When I was talking about it last week, I pretty much saw the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> so does it end in where it's conclusive or it leaves it on a cliffhanger? Leaves it on a cliffhanger. Ah, okay. So another like, couple of years, still season three. Yeah. Mm, Nowadays, okay. I mean, especially with that series. Yeah. Um, you know what? I'm surprised that there hasn't been another One Punch Man yet. Oh, I feel like out, they were talking about. It's Wait, out it this is? year. Yeah. Late this year or early uh, 2019. Well, that's not necessarily yeah. <laughs> that close, but uh, I'm surprised it hasn't been released uh, as of right now. So, interesting. Yeah, trouble times in Japan for the uh, industry at the moment. Wow. Yeah, I don't think I went past, I think I, did I watch like two episodes or one? But uh, it seemed interesting, but I never kind of followed through with it. Um, all right, well, let's get into some video games. Uh, this week was the launch of Sea of Thieves, the final release version. I know you guys have been playing it in beta, and perhaps you can talk about what has differed from it. I'll give you guys my first impressions, and you can react to it. Um, But this game seems like there's not much to it. Uh, There's no tutorial. It just Mm -hmm. throws you in the game. I didn't even know how to set up an initial quest. Um, And... While I had fun with us as a full group, just kind of messing around and doing things, I don't know if this is a game that I'm going to stick around with. Uh, And I'm really glad I bought it on the, or I didn't buy it, but I paid for the little pass on Microsoft Game Pass. Because, uh, you know, it's just, you go in the water and there's a lot of tech, you know, like things to keep in mind when selling the ships. And you're just basically going to different islands and it's hard to f- keep track of one another on an island. You can't see where your uh, other teammates are. And I don't know, guys. What What do you think? Are you a little disappointed or loving it? I enjoy it. It's quite fun. I think you are expecting a little too much uh, hand-holding uh, for this type of game. I think they're just throwing it in. It's, I don't know. It's hard to explain. This is one of those types where the, the game is more fun in terms of improvisation and sandbox than it is with its mission structures. Um, they're there specifically just so you can just get cosmetics and whatever. Uh, but the main fun of the game is going with your with your crew and just sailing the sea. So basically everything in between the missions is the most fun part. So sailing, going to things, uh, whatever hijinks you end up doing, and also running into other, um, uh, other possible uh, players or things that happen randomly in, in the world. Uh, I'm assuming like you guys, you guys ran into the Kraken. I've yet to experience that, but uh, that is something that's unique. However, I do agree with you that there's not much content uh, so far. I'm not sure. We haven't leveled up enough to do those later missions yet, but they all seem to be uh, striking a very similar uh, tone. Either they're fetch quests or they are uh, out to go kill something. I haven't done the skull for it raids yet i haven't done the um the order of souls stuff and whoever that mysterious stranger uh missions are that unlock looks like when your reputation five but i am enjoying everything you do in between which is really fun and then uh this game you could kind of tell that this is something that's going to evolve during time 
and I'm glad they put it out on Game Pass. It's definitely if like if you if it was a sixty dollar game, I don't think it would be worth it uh, right off the bat. But I do see this game evolving during time and getting better. But I do enjoy uh, the aspect of working together as as a group and just getting things done, and then the the moment to moment things that happen during the game. Um, and I do appreciate that this is not like. Uh, uh, most of the common, sh- sh- you know, common world share games where it's heavily reliant on uh, grinding for gear or whatnot. Technically, you're grinding, but you're not doing anything to level yourself up. And that if I come go back into this game down the line, I'm not behind anybody or whatever. You can just jump in and have fun regardless. But you are grinding in terms for of- gear, James, because all the outfits, the only progression is to buy fun outfits and weapons. And they're right. super expensive. We we played for a good hour and I couldn't afford anything but an eye patch that cost one piece of gold. But anything else, you know, <laughs> is super expensive. And so you have to well, grind those missions. But those are all cosmetic based. You're not grinding. You don't have to actually buy any of that stuff. It's not going to affect the game other than what you you're just buying what you want. Uh, it's no different than let's say Fortnite or or PUBG or whatever. You don't have to ever buy anything. You just do it for your looks. That's what I'm saying. You don't have to grind anything if you don't want to. What about those just weapons? Are those fun. just skins or do are they better stats? Are, everything is cosmetic. Okay. You're, so you either upgrading your ship, uh, not upgrading it, but changing the customizing your ship, customizing your look, um, and whatever random things that you can carry around. So it's that part I like a lot because, like I mentioned, I can come back to this game a month or two later or whatever uh, and not be behind anything because the only thing you're on, you're doing your own progressive progression based on your reputation, which unlocks different missions or whatnot down the road to get better, to get more money. That's the general loop of it. But the mon- main, mo- main fun from the game is just the moment-to-moment stuff with the players. I would agree. Um, <clears throat> sorry, guys. A uh, little bit of a sore throat here or a dry throat. Uh, the aspect of this game is really fun. Uh, now that James has said that, um, I kind of see the game at a, at a different light. Because um, I just thought like, oh, we're just doing this one thing. But it, it, it kind of creates this equal level playing field where there's nobody out there who's played the game so much. Can, you know, um, grab this crazy uh, boat. And just devour your own, you know, your own ship. So I, I like right. that aspect because James is right. It's all cosmetics. Uh, nobody's gonna get gain an advantage. So I like that. There's nobody with an advantage here. Everybody's doing the same thing. And the best part. To yeah, me, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I didn't mean to. Interrupt. No, no, go go, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I was just I was just gonna go uh, uh, drop off that, and that is something. Like it's it, since it's all cosmetic, cosmetic, you know that they're also going to add more cosmetic down the line, of course. Uh, so that's something to look forward to uh, eventually. And supposedly, other things. I guess the next big update is that going to add pets, so you can own a cat or whatever. But <laughs> these are all cosmetic things that does not. And there's no microtransactions. That's a rare sight to see for a new game. Um, but just to add on top of what Ma, you know what Mondo's saying. But um, I do agree with certain aspects that uh, Ron is saying because. I wish there was like a HUD or something where we can see each other um, on the map or better better identification of your crew yeah. and your ship, you know, like a little like a little indicator like, hey, here's your ship or something. Not necessarily like a little HUD, but just little arrows on screen kind of like, hey, if uh, here, here's this. But you don't necessarily have to point out everything like, oh, the island's over here or something like that. Just, you know, the essentials, your ship and your and your crew. That's it. Um, as far as the cosmetics, like I said, that that's awesome. 
Um, but I like the fact that we did go into the sea and I don't know, we did fight the Kraken, which was kind of weird. I was scared, you know, out of my mind because I was like, oh, crap, because I'm very I don't like to see guys. Sorry. Uh, I hate <laughs> sharks. I saw a shark there. I took him out with the uh, shotgun, killed that. I wish we can get like an achievement for that, but nope. Uh, but yeah, the Kraken was really scary. That was fun. Uh, I think this game is based on your experience with other people. And mm. the way we were playing uh, last night <laughs> was really fun. We were laughing. We were like yelling at each other, but in a good way. Uh, this game is going uh, to be fun. And I do agree with James. In time, it will get better. But do, do we see this game at a 16, you know, 69? Whoa, I'm getting ahead of myself. A $59 <laughs> game? No. Um, you know, so that way we encourage uh, our v- listeners, saying viewers, uh, our listeners to, you know, put some money down on that Game Pass because it will be worth your money for five bucks a month or sorry, ten dollars a month. <laughs> we, we pay yeah. five, but yeah, the average is ten. And that it's, you know, I'm pretty sure they did that intentionally, uh, pricing it at 60 and then game so that it veers people to go through the Game Pass subscription, which is an easy... Apparently, it's mega popular because it just melted the servers the first night and majority of uh, the second night. And uh, it looks like they already have a million or whatever unique players. I don't know how much of that is Game Pass. I would imagine a majority of it is. But so far, it's a good marketing strategy. And um, yeah, pretty much what's the best thing is just playing with friends. It's like probably the most social, uh, like fun type game because you just do whatever you want. There's no direct line to go point a to point b you go in any direction you but want what's there if you then, don't have friends james and i'm not saying that to be funny but like right. some people they, they don't know <laughs> a lot of people online for co-op or things like that what happens they're gonna enjoy this game right so i mean i don't know there's no well, story probably at least and having it with people you know Right. So, but then you, why are you going into this game knowing that it's well, a pirate? See, I wouldn't know because I don't know that that's communicated very well. I know that because I talked to you guys and you were like, yeah, it's a co op game. But like, if, if I'm a regular person and I'm like, oh, this is a cool pirates game, I like pirates. Let's, let mm-hmm. me check this out. You, you know, you're going to, or, or you bought a game pass and you're like, let me, let me see what's going on with it. Right. Well, that makes, you know, that's fair enough, but it's never been ad- advertised on other, any other way, though. So it's not like they're tricking you by showing you that it's a single-player game and it's not a single-player game. And it also works way opposite way where it doesn't show you that it's strictly a multiplayer game or a live game or whatever, and uh, and you, you don't know what you're going into. But I don't know. I think of it no different than playing these uh, modern games out there like Fortnite or PUBG. They throw you in there, you kind of on your own to figure it out. This one is a lot more easier to learn than let's say PUBG because you didn't know what to do and that we had to tell you what to do in that as well. So uh, that's where it gets a little confused. There's no story. It's just the stories that you make during the game when you play with your friends, essentially. And some games are just meant for uh, multiplayer, rem- and this is one of them. Ron, we're making totally- we're making memories every time oh, we get boy. out into. It the almost ocean reminded now. me of just uh, don't, don't, that uh, don't, no more no more heroes <laughs> no not no more heroes no man's sky. Uh, in the sense that there wasn't a lot to that game. You your fun of it was on the exploration and what you discovered along the way. Um, so maybe that's something to it. I was reading this article that apparently there's really no variety in terms of the enemies. There's just skeletons and the snakes on the ground. That's it. 
Yeah, that sounds fair. Uh, but like I mentioned, it's not the missions aren't what makes the game fun. It's what you do with your friends. And at least in No Man's Sky, that's a single player game that they showed a lot of things up front that they didn't ever build a promise on. Mm-hmm. Uh, compared to this one, you this is what you get, and then this is only going to get better from here. Uh, like I mentioned, this is not a $60 game. I'm not defending it for a full price game, but it is definitely a And fun, by the way, uh, uh, yeah, game. I don't know if you were playing with this, James, but we did the thing that was the raid, uh, in which in which we got Welcome to an back. island, and there was a number of skeletons that started appearing. And mm. the key... <laughs> No, that's not a skeleton raid. The skeleton oh, raid is literally okay. a fort. Okay. The thing is basically okay. where it's where you go to the skeleton okay. in the sky with the blinking eye. So you just no, probably went to a level that just essentially happened, and the game didn't tell us, but we just kind of stuck it around. Was we were looking for these? Yeah, we found them out, and then we they they were asking us to find these special skeletons, and regular skeletons started attacking us, and they just kept spawning in and it didn't tell us like hey they're on their way or keep going and it wasn't until we were just basically grinding this you know and who gave us that idea somebody said like ah let's get out of here guys and i said no no (laughs) wait yeah and then eventually those named (laughs) bosses quote unquote appeared and then you know we did it but then they just gave us a little piece of skull that just gave us coins no meaningful gear to take with you or anything like that (laughs) <laughs> right. So as mentioned earlier, this is only all for cosmetic stuff and reputation. Uh, if you're expecting to get like a new, like higher no, but power level, it could be a cosmetic. Whatever, like what if they, it dropped me like a special hat that was really unique that I only could get by defeating those creatures. I'm fine with cosmetic. But that you're, but you're, but you're expecting mm-hmm. a loot game. This is not a loot game. You you go and get stuff. This is not but Diablo. It's pirates this is and not pirates go looting for treasure. <laughs> right so you right but you you go get stuff and then you just turn it in and you get money so you can whatever you're there to get money or rate other people um and that's the fun part of it you ha- i honestly you're just going based on a, a simple like one hour impression with uh, out ever meeting other people um i don't know if the servers were all messed up but it's totally becomes like PUBG where like oh you see another player you don't know if they're going to attack you there's a little bit moments of tenseness you're playing it strictly like a uh, yeah and that's another part we haven't talked about because we didn't encounter but Uh uh in one of the reviews i was reading is at this point anybody you're going to come across is going to grief you and just immediately start attacking you there's no kind of like hey let's help each other out let's try to find this treasure well, you don't know that, but a majority of people will probably want to raid because that's what I would do. So, <laughs> uh, like when Mondo and I played the other day, we we end up joining some other crew. Yeah, that was fun. I don't know. <laughs> they like they joined with us, and then ended up being a six man crew for our boat. So you don't know, you can't tell what other people do, but majority of the time they will probably grief you. But see, if you're not into that that type of thing of being griefed or griefing other people, this is not for you. You just have to be aware of that. But it has that same kind of tension where. You don't know if there's a, a person or if you see a boat in the distance, if they're going to attack you or not, or if they're already docked at a, a place that you need to turn in your stuff. You got to avoid them or did you want to attack them? You haven't gone to that yeah. aspect of yet, um, as of yet and like working with other people to like have an actual ship battle, which is that part is another uh another layer to it, which is really fun and easy to, you know, as much as you complain that, it doesn't handle. I mean, it doesn't tell you anything. You guys learned it pretty fast. It's not like something that. Well, because it's, it's just something that you we were playing with you, people who had played the game before. You know. 
Right, but it didn't sound that uh, that no. hard though. Once they mentioned it, I, to you, right? I still don't know how like to sell the ship in terms like a of the sales and how to align them. Plus, we learn right, you just put it to make music and dance with our emotes. Yeah, or get yeah. drunk or whatever, <laughs> and learn how to read the map uh, and how to navigate. So it's, it's intentional. Friends, you know, like here. Look yeah, at I mean, it's just when I look back at yeah, the games, I like it's either something with a good story or a lot of character progression, and this doesn't have either. So I don't know if long term it's going to be something I'm going to stick around with. Yeah. All Fair right. It's how about uh, anything else we've been playing? Uh, you know what? Since we're speaking of Sea of Thieves and the PUBG reference, uh, you know what? I was able to pick up PUBG Mobile on the uh, my Android iOS. Uh, played one match so far. I got eighth place going solo. And you know what? Graphics on the phone. Uh, there were medium skilled. Uh, I couldn't get uh, high skilled uh, graphics, but it plays really well. I like the button layout. Um, I usually don't like playing mobile games because my thumb seems to seems to wander off. Had no issues with that, and this was really great. I, I liked it. Uh, I want to try out uh, going into teams and see if it can hold up. But uh, did anybody else pick it up? I did as well, and it's interesting that this game it it translates surprisingly well on mobile. Like they managed these devs for both Fortnite and. PUBG managed to translate a full featured game onto a mobile device. And it's interesting that this game has a little bit more uh, UI uh, quality of life things that are better than even the console ones. Like I like the little player counter that's that's on the plane before you drop. Um, this uh, Your character picks auto picks up things that are important. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you don't have to manually scroll through your items and pick these things. It's very interesting. Although I'm not very good with the touch controls, but I appreciate that they managed to translate the actual gameplay experience um, onto mobile pretty seamlessly uh, outside the controls. Well, I, I like PUBG a lot, but just this is more of a statement of, of myself overall. It's just I don't really play cell phone games. Um, and the times that I have, it's something super sim- simple in terms of controls. Like you just touch something and it does a low reaction or things like that. But like, I don't know. It just, uh, your hands get in the way. You get a lot of uh, fingerprints on it. And uh, I don't know. We'll see. Do you have sweaty yeah, hands? Yes, I do. Sweaty fingers? <laughs> <laughs> so, but we'll see. Uh, did, did either of you try uh, Fortnite then? No, no, it's only on. Uh, it's only oh, beta testing right now. Okay. It's not fully out yet. So cool. But even the beta testers already made like one point something mil in that week or two that it came out for the beta wow. testers. It's crazy. That is. Hmm. I think that's the uh, genre everybody's gravitating towards, too, right, guys? It is, but specifically Fortnite, since it's the most casual. Uh, but and everyone is playing that game, so. And it's free. So, I mean, yeah. you can't beat the yeah. barrier of entry. And it's taking the world by storm. So uh, much appreciate, much respect for that game. And you know who's taking the world by storm, but on a different game? Dragon Ball Fighters. I won three <laughs> online matches the other day. I felt good. I felt like I'm ready to take on the world. So, no, I, I kid. I think I got lucky. Basically, <laughs> I won uh, a three-match set. So, basically, if you win you know, one, you get like a little... Hashtag, I guess, in the game to give you a little star. Uh, I guess mm-hmm. first to three vic- wins, uh, victories, I'm sorry, uh, wins the uh, the match. And uh, won the first two, dropped the second two, and then I just kind of uh, 
played the, you know, distance game. I was kind of like shooting Kamehamehas at the other opponent and got the victory. Uh, but I'm getting better, I want to say, until I met these players who are using Kid Boo, who just kind of grabs you anywhere on the screen. We kind of, uh, you know what? I want to complain. Is he the cheeser he character? He is a cheeser character, but you know what? There are ways to defeat him. So um, that was a good learning lesson for me. It just means I got to, you know, uh, change my strategy uh, when it comes to Kid Boo players. So that, that's going to be fun. And then also, guys, I'm back in the grind. For <laughs> yes, two. you have been. He got hooked back yep. in. And uh, I got the faction rally going on. What well, we do, me and Ron, we're doing that. And uh, I should have just taken advantage of last night. Um, what was that? The EDZ? The getting the uh, – I'm sorry, what's that? I keep forgetting what they're called. Like the weekly milestones. Uh, yeah, the weekly milestones, because you're able to get a lot of uh, faction coins for doing the public events there. Um, but yeah, so far, so good. I like it. I almost completed my set for each of my characters. All I need is Dead Orbit for my Titan. And then I just got to unlock the ornaments, which is okay. Not bad for just, uh, what, under 24 like, hours? Uh, I feel <laughs> like even though this game, obviously, it has a lot of flaws, it's something that mm. I can still go back to because... I can play it in a short time and feel like I did something if I play one Crucible match, if I go on one strike, if I just kind of do a little weekly milestone. And I, there's something to be said for games that you can kind of, when you don't have a lot of time and pop in for a bit and just play it. And I know James, probably the closest to that is your NBA games, right? You just hop in for one game and then you kind of get to go and it kind of satisfies what you wanted to play that night. Yeah, that's right. I don't do it for whatever reward, though. I do it because the actual gameplay is, is uh, Same for this, too. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> if, let's say that if there was no rewards, no, would you still play it's it? It's fundamentally a different no, game, though. If it's just... No, no, no. Let's say if it, let's say if it didn't have any okay, rewards well, to it, would you still would play it? Based just like on the this. gameplay. Yes, because technically... I'm almost maximum level, and none of the weapons there are all repeats to me. So yes, I'm not getting rewards. No, as if if the game was without any yes, rewards, just it. pure yes. gameplay of the James uh, of the, and the I I would still play it uh, whether I have anything because I just go in there because I uh, like you said this game great gun uh, gameplay uh, great gameplay and gunplay gunplay both. Yep, it has both. I right. like it. I like, but what? But I like going back for PvP, basically uh, going on there because uh, I can see Mondo yeah. doing that. But Ron yeah. <laughs> definitely not see. You didn't have any rewards whatsoever. PvP outside of you playing the PVE portion. Um, but there's nothing you. It, I doubt you'd it's ever. It's a moot point because it. it does have that, and you know it has loot and it has item management. But then that's Halo. No, I you don't. don't replay Halo. It's just. Exactly. That's why it's going to be. It would like be I said, I like games where you progress in your character, right? So, like, I get weapons. I'm like, oh, should I keep this? And this one has a little bit stronger power level. But that's what. That's my point. Well, yeah, but then it would be a different game. You, you understand? Exactly. So just, exactly. So that's why. Like I'm, I said, I started my point with that, saying this game has a lot of flaws, <laughs> and you're trying to point out the flaws. <laughs> No, I'm not, not saying anything. I'm not pointing. I'm not even pointing no. a flaw. I'm just saying as a hypothetical, if the game was different. It was not this loot game, which had rewards just based solely on gameplay and the story. Uh, James, what if uh, in NBA 2K, they didn't have a basketball and instead they were kicking the ball with their feet? Would you go back to it? No. <laughs> okay, look. 
<laughs> Look, Destiny Two without that is Halo, right? But you don't replay Halo. Uh, yeah, no, it's not because it's there's the there's the weapon skills, and, and not the weapon skills. I'm sorry, the the character skills, right? The supers. I like the supers. The grenades. Yeah. Uh, How's that? That's why I don't like Call of Duty has the exact same thing. I mean, that's why I'm only I'm just only bringing style, that as hypothetical music. It becomes. It becomes essentially Halo without it, but you don't replay Halo for what reason? I just replay it. All right. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> see, that's where I, that's my answer was. Uh, you have answered my question basically. All right, answer. guys. Uh, so let's uh, let's end the great debate. No, man. I was trying to put me against. Yes. <laughs> let it go. No, I'm, I'm Ron, just, let it go. Let it go. This is replay. This is applying to any game. It's, this is any game. I that's still why. play Assassin's Creed. If it didn't have any rewards, but that does have rewards. Uh, all right guys all right let's move on to our new that reminds news. me of my news of the week thank you thank you for us on this rant but it reminded me of my news of the week <laughs> which was uh assassin's creed guys the rumor the big rumor is that it's going to take place in ancient greece uh james are you interested ancient greece not really, because Assassin's Creed kind of has a little bit of elements a little of bit. Greece, a little bit. and that didn't. Yeah, but that that part wasn't was the least interesting part of that game for me. So probably not. And it was like a whole game, like eh. all these like European and South uh, sort of uh, lot of these European architecture has been they did too much in Assassin's Creed game. I appreciate the Egypt portion of Assassin's Creed a lot more than the Roman or the Greece part, but they, I, I wish they would eventually go away from the European stuff and go somewhere different and like, you know, something that's at least uh, kind of a, 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 shot, a shot in the arm in terms of its locations. I mean, these locations are cool whatnot, but uh, I would like to at least change the region of where we um, do these games. I disagree. I like these ones that they're selecting. I understand they'd use uh, like London or it was the France and London ones that seemed a little too samey, but like Egypt is going to be completely different from Greece and it's different from uh, Italy one. Uh, well, is yeah, Greece yeah, different than be. Italy? It will be. I'll tell you why. Because Italy uh, is during the Renaissance, uh, which is a much more modern period. And they're going to go to ancient Greece, like a God of War time period. I'm pretty sure it's that. So, what's the difference between going to London uh, back then and versus now? Uh, they got buildings. Yeah, so that I agree got... with you on that one. That London one was not. So <laughs> it was nice to see the city, but uh, I wouldn't want more there. Um, but you know why though? It, it because this opens the opportunity to kind of have like they did with this DLC a little bit of the ancient gods and that sort of thing. You know, to have a little fun with it. But then you're just getting the same well, game. You're getting the same game. Man, that's like, fine. But with different that's like, gods. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If it was supernatural, I'd be more interested. But it's they don't seem to be going uh, that that yeah, direction. Right. The DLC, so they I have like the a lot Batman Arkham games, so we're good. Yeah. yeah, but I have to pay for that. I don't want to have to. I want this to be the base game. As like, uh, well, if it's Greece or whatever, the gods or whatever. Like, weeks, that looks uh, way better than Assassin's Creed. So I'm more good. excited for that. So I'll, yeah. I'll play be with you. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's that's my news. Is uh, the rumor of potential new setting for Assassin's Creed? And yes, I'm all in. Well, my, I got news really quick, uh, just two. Uh, DBZ Fighters DLC next week, Broly and Bardock, and a couple of tweets. And how much are they? So uh, I have okay, the pass, so, so we're good. Go. It's, it's, it's going to be free. Good to go. And then starting tomorrow, guys, I know it's uh, the 21st of March, or is it April, Ron? For what? 
for today's okay. date. We're in March. Day. I can confirm we're in March. <laughs> All right. Well, tomorrow, guys, get your wallets out. Toys R Us liquidation starts tomorrow. Is that everything going on sale or what uh, What exactly uh, is it all stores and all that stuff? For right now, they just made an announcement. Just Toys R Us liquidation starts tomorrow. So just call your local Toys R Us, see if they're uh, having any sales or just go to them. These things are always so It'll disappointing. Be- I went to the one for Sport Chalet and when it first started, it was a terrible discount. I, th- I want to tell you it was like 15, 15%. <laughs> Right, they get but by the more, time right? you like get to that time. point, you got to be checking on a regular basis. By the time you get there, uh, the good stuff is gone. You know? Yeah, because people don't know how <laughs> to go. Like, hey, not, I think James was with me for sports chalet, didn't, <laughs> didn't we? <laughs> give me the yeah, example. you got <laughs> And then I think what people do is like, oh, five percent. Yeah, that's the worst thing you can do, rather than waiting. <laughs> yeah, so. Or they have that mentality where like, oh, they better get it now while it's this price. Because it is a gamble yeah. like of the timing. Uh, it's like, oh, better get it now before it gets sold out by the time it goes on deep discount or something like that. So I can see why they buy it early. Uh, but And also I can it sucks for the people that are waiting for the super Mondo, deep are you going to try to get in on these sales? Uh, I think I am. There's a couple of Toys R Us. Uh by my area and by my work area. So I will check out those four. And if I get anything, I'll let you guys know. If I get an extra X- Xbox One X, I'll let you know. If I get an extra Switch, I'll let you know. If I get a toy, I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> what I do, I, I would be interested in like uh, those Nerf guns because oh, you know how they're like, super yeah. expensive. I would love to buy one of those, like that 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 premium Nerf gun that they have, that like $100 one yep. or whatever. I also want actually. I also would want uh, um, uh, one of those those officially licensed WWE belts, the world titles, the that like hundred fifty dollar one that they sell. Uh, they actually have it at Toys R Us, which I was surprised. I was out looking at it. I was like, "What? They they sell it here?" <laughs> right. That was twenty bucks. I'll buy one of those. Those are kind of cool. So, um, yeah, I would go for more for like, and also the board games. Whenever uh, whichever selections they have, hopefully they go on because those are the ones that are probably more niche and less people are going to jump mm-hmm. on those. So I was like, what really? Toys R Us? Yeah. <laughs> I would want to, uh, so when you, when you so, buy the belt, are you going to be John Cena out for uh Halloween? <laughs> <laughs> John Cena only wears the spinner oh. belt. <laughs> you can't get that anymore. Uh, I was going to say, I would want some cheap amiibo, but uh, knowing how these things go, it would probably be only the animal crossing <clears throat> one left, the which first. is the, <laughs> bargain bin every store out there it's just animal crossing they made so many of those it's insane they're all terrible well if you like animal crossing i guess those but. are your favorite <laughs> yeah true that just buy them for your collection no thanks <laughs> some random yeah. ones uh my news quick news of the week would be uh the new tomb raider has been announced it's called shadow of the tomb raider i think um and this one, from the very, very brief teaser they showed, it looks like it's going to be taking place in Mexico. I hope it's a little bit different. These games have just basically been um, an open-world or Uncharted-style game uh, with great presentation, but it seems like they're just changing location to location now. So hopefully it's they added a little bit more uh, 
uh, extra depth in there. I mean, I did. I always appreciated the Tomb Raider games a little bit more than Uncharted, in the sense that they offer uh, RPG mechanic and you can level up your, I guess, uh, Laura's abilities. It becomes kind of like Metroid. You get to get new things to go to different areas uh, that you couldn't before and that it was open world. But this new one is developed by another team. It's not by the same team that made the other two. Um, and uh, that's why I'm kind of curious to see how this goes. And I do like the the Mexico locales. They showed, um, what is it, the the ruins? The ruins? Mm-hmm. Uh, so they, I, can, I can imagine they do a lot of cool like puzzle uh, things. There'll be a Star Wars that, reference. So. Oh, no, wait, that's in Guatemala. Never mind. <laughs> that's Guatemala. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I'm day one for these. Always love these Tomb Raiders. So uh, hopefully this one, since it's a different developer, ends up being good. Hopefully, you know, we'll see. And my last news of the day is Nintendo recently came out with another direct uh, uh, detailing uh, other new games that are coming out. I'm only gonna go with the ones that are notable. Uh, it looks like they're gonna be getting the Crash Bandicoot uh, trilogy, yes. Insane trilogy, which is really cool. Uh, take that on a go. Uh, uh, it looks like they're getting uh, the Luminous. Lu- Luminous, Luminous yeah, is that I would be interested Luminous in that. Remastered. Uh, I would double dip, yeah. I guess, because I got that on 360. Oh, so you got to switch No, now. but the, that's coming out, I know, for other consoles. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll go D on that one. <laughs> and then they also um, announced that it's going to have... Uh, um, I'm sorry, it was the third game for... They actually announced it as a sequel, and I guess it's going to have one and two, Banner Saga 3. So it's kind of like these Final Fantasy Tactics games. Oh, really yeah. Cool. I, I got I part two cool. with games yeah. we bought. I get to turn the thing on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that game is kind of like a uh, rough, actually animated style game that's, uh, with that, that's in the format of Final Fantasy Tactics, uh, which is really cool. They also announced Ark um, Survival. I'm surprised that's on there because it's uh that game doesn't run great on consoles already i can only imagine it running even uh uh and that's an all yeah always online game the the switch has online capabilities it's just that you can't it's it's uh it's very limited in the sense that there's not much like you can't really chat yeah but you can still play online because uh mario uh mario came with that too and uh they also announced uh uh what's that called um, actually, they didn't announce it, but they they showed more of the Travis Strikes again. So that looks cool. They said there's a co-op mode. There's another game that I was always interested in. It looked like a little Zelda, like a futuristic Zelda. It's called Hyper Light Drifter. Uh, that's also going there as well as Attack on Titan 2. I never played the first one, but so it's interesting that they're getting all these console games uh, finally migrating over. I, it's inevitable that Fortnite's eventually going to be announced uh, for Switch yeah. as well. It's because this is a maker so we'll see how that goes but a lot of uh, uh high prospects for nintendo this year so and all those supposed to come out this year it. oh wow these are all this year all wow. the nintendo directs that they show are games for this year only the e3 is the ones that they say for like whatever next year or whatever so for example the last direct when they announced smash and all oh, that that's yeah. all this it was metro and so. prime that was like the uh, one that was very far out Oh, Metroid yeah. Prime and Pokemon. That's yep. the, those are the two that's uh, far out. But that Smash. supposedly Pokemon's. Yeah, supposedly Pokemon's this year, so I don't. It's probably like a port of, uh, or like a remaster of uh, one of the 3DS games. So we'll also see how that one turns out. Yeah, probably with the new graphics and all that stuff. So, and the last one, I don't know if you guys ever remember that game, Mark of the Ninja. 
Uh, it was a stealth game that came out yes. a while ago, but there's yes. gonna be a I didn't finish it. That version <clears throat> also coming out on the Switch. Um, cool concept, uh, cool arts. I never got to finish that as well. I'm more inclined to do it on a mobile device uh, because that's where I have more time to play on compared to the TV. So, uh, lots of games coming out. Uh, more excited for Luminous. Uh, by the way, Luminous is not only coming out on Switch; it's coming out on all consoles. But this is something. Yeah, that it's a good portable game, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And great soundtrack. Yeah, and I think they're going to have like new skins and some new levels plus the old stuff too. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. And then think they're gonna, you can play multiplayer um, locally, which is kind of cool. So you can do that on the old With, PSP uh, ones, one so. copy of the game? That's pretty nice. Or what? No, probably not. Well, um, well, local. Like you, if with the your Switch, you could play two people oh, on, yeah, one, yeah, yeah. on one Switch. Cool. Yeah. So like, as yep. if it was at, at your house and all that stuff. So. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us. Let me uh, take this opportunity to give uh, to report on some show feedback. I should have done this a little bit sooner, so my apologies. We actually got one from uh, Angie in Los Angeles. She says, hello, guys. Always fun to listen to you guys. I was wondering if you would consider adding a segment in music. I'm a big fan of it. Maybe announce upcoming albums and upcoming concert for mainstream music and underground music. If you guys need help, I'll gladly help. Well, thank you, Angie, and I'll just start with my answer which is i'm not that cool to be following concerts and underground music (laughs) Uh, i mostly listen to uh podcasts on my way in and uh so i don't really keep up with a lot of new artists and although i have a spotify subscription i kind of find myself listening to like the same stuff uh that i did from many years ago so i'm not the best person to be commenting on modern music uh what about you guys (laughs) Um, and primarily the same, I do mainly podcasts on the go. And also I, if I were to be listening to something, it's on the ground music where uh, it's more of the pop forties or whatever. So I wouldn't know anything low key or a uh, hidden gem out there. Mondo. I am oblivious to music. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, unfortunately we're not the most qualified to do a music review, but we appreciate the feedback and you taking the time to write into the show. And if you, anyone else wants to give us a, you know, extra feedback, you can send that to easy operations, QA at gmail.com. We always try to read them on the show and uh, answer them as best we can. So we appreciate that. And uh, thank you again, Angie. So uh, that's going to do it for us guys. <laughs> Have a good night guys. Have a good one. Go get that loot.